1: Bangles starts now, and we're back, baby. Don't miss you you like like we, we miss, miss you, you like, like, like TJ. We miss, miss you, you like Show. Cinco. Like 2005, little Carson Pete throwing TDs. We miss you like Marvin Lewis. We, we miss you like Chris, but we don't, don't miss you like, like we. We don't miss, miss you like we. Like, we don't miss you like we. We don't miss you like we miss Hurst.
0: We did practice that a little bit, and we had a little instrumental track. Shout out to Hey Steve for the song Miss Prince. But with all that being said, welcome back to Fuck, Fuck You. We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert, sitting across from me per huge Lloyd Johnson. Dude, you had a little fun of Go Bananas last night. Uh,
1: yeah, we uh, uh, had to help throw somebody out. Yeah, uh, dude, uh, tell us the story. So there was a guy who was, Rand was featuring. Okay. Uh, dude, hey. one
0: of the funniest people I know. Yeah,
1: he's so, he's just so much fun to watch. Like we he, di- uh, we did the uh, Christmas show, the Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, I did okay.
1: Yeah, uh, but Lily got to actually go.
0: Yeah, that's she, fun. She
1: got a kick. She's, you're on stage. She's just holding my like holding on to my arm. Like little brother,
0: so proud. <laughs> <laughs> no, she should not have been uh, proud. Of it. I did okay. I feel like I'm like because like lately I've been doing um. Cause like I'm trying to write a new five right now, and I'm like really proud of the stuff I've written recently. But uh, I've just let it, cause like I've been doing a lot of the same stuff at GoBananas. It's like gotten to my head a little bit. So it's like, fuck. People are watching. People are noticing. And I'm just like, it's. It makes me feel like I've stagnated a little bit. You got the comedy yips. Yes, I do. But I've been really, really happy about a lot of the stuff I've written recently. So uh, yeah, I like, think so you've had
1: some <clears throat> great stuff. I've seen you had lately.
0: Thank you. Like I had. Uh, <clears throat> I've been writing a little bit about... We'll uh, let you get to the story in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been writing about... Because I've wanted to write about Bonnie and Clyde for years. Because um, people like romanticize them. They're like, oh my god, I want a Bonnie and Clyde relationship. I'm like, you know they were murderers, right? <laughs> yeah, they were shot like 42 times each. Right? Yeah. Remember that part? <laughs> yeah, it's like they were pieces of shit. And people were just like... Eh. it's Like some dude... Uh, so an old buddy of mine from when I worked at UC he uh, called his girlfriend the Bonnie to my Clyde Ugh. and I'm just like, it seemed like I was the only person in the world who hated that. I assure you I would have as well.
1: Yeah because its and just what I, I mean it's same with like Romeo and Juliet like, oh look how romantic. Really? Well, we're they were teenage ch- te- like children that ended up killing each other for fucking
0: dumb emo shit. Well they were f- they were 15 and year old kids uh. who committed suicide over love. It's teenage love. And it's, they're also not real. Yeah, uh, but
1: I, 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 I still, just like that being the idea of romantic, like, it's
0: fucking weird to me. I don't know. They just wanted, like, they just saw, like, Bonnie and Clyde taking pictures together, like, being super close. Like, we've shot people today, honey, but we're doing it together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we might be on a murder spree, but we're on a murder. Like, why not just natural-born killers? Why is that not?
0: Yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff. So, that, like, went over really well at Chameleon last night, and I'm going to try and add that to my repertoire and just... Make it, makes it. in. Yeah, makes it in. go bananas because I'm headlining. Uh, Wiley's here, uh like the Sunday show. Oh yeah, on and the uh, ninth, January eighth. Eighth, sorry. And it'll be super fun. Uh I think Benavides is gonna come up, and nice. uh, him and Dan Brady. How was Benavides on the pod? Uh, he was fun. He was uh, a little quiet for at first, but it opened up by the end. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he's he's a cool dude, and he's like he really loves this <laughs> shit. So
1: seemed like he was a little intimidated by Lily for a little bit, which <laughs> as our most. I mean, think but. most people understand that because. But yeah, she uh, she just left this morning. So
0: yeah, but no, she is cool, and she got to see me do very okay at Go Bananas. So back to your story. All right, well, this guy was talking while Rand was on
1: stage, and Ran like basically was like, "Hey, you can shut the fuck up now." But like you know, like any comic,
0: Rand can hold his own. Rand is the kind of comic who can hold his own and do anything with anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing throws um, him off.
1: So he was he was fine, but the guy like I shushed him near the end of Rand's set.
0: And how many uh, comedy club audience members like being
1: shushed? Uh, not many, but... <laughs> not many. Uh, Marty's, Marty's even said, like, you seem to get a better response than most of the guys. <laughs> yeah, like... like yeah, it's because I'm fucking
0: giant compared to most of the guys. Like, I'm the worst at it. I'm awful at it. Like, uh, there was one... There was, like, a party of, like, 18 that came in to go. And was one night, and I was working the door. And they just, like... One I like Lee was on stage and I'm just like, dude, don't shout the comic. And he said, oh, I helped him. And I'm like, oh, you can fuck off forever now. Yeah. I, uh, so tell your story. <clears throat> <clears throat> so anyway,
1: I uh I run back into the kitchen to help Ian out with some stuff. You know, just normal hanging around the club doing whatever. Yep. And uh, I come back out and this guy and Dave Wait are going back and forth. Like the guy's just yelling shit out to Dave Wait, and Dave's going back at him like. Hey, man, no one cares to hear you talk to your wife. He's like, I was just talking to my wife. I wasn't fucking up the show. He's like, oh, everyone can hear you. So, yeah, you are. (laughs) You know, just that kind of back and forth. And finally, uh, Dave's like, man, if you keep it up, you're going to have to leave. And the guy's like, man, fuck that. I was just talking to my wife. Don't fucking matter. Just do your stupid show. And Dave was like, all right, man, I guess you got to leave. And I'm not proud of this, but it, it is how it works. Like, I enjoy conflict a little
0: bit. Yeah. So I walk right over like, all right man, you gotta go. <laughs> but you also like you love and respect comedy. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone like fucks with the artistic and comedic process yeah. and like they're being they're being nothing but a nuisance to the show. Yeah, yeah. When I say I like free. conflict,
1: I I need it to be justified or I feel shitty about it. Yeah, dude. But like this is one of those ones where I'm like, I get to do the thing I you know, I'm oddly comfortable in conflict. I think it's because okay. I was I'm, growing up. I was always real anxious about everything, okay, and no one else was. And then when shit started getting fucking like, there's a, a fight about to happen or something. Everyone else started getting nervous, and then I was like almost feel calm. Like, oh, okay, I know how to operate in this. Yeah, I do this all the time, so I'm better than all of you at it. Yes. So it almost was like a calming thing, which I'm sure there's some psychology that that says that that's bad, but. <laughs> like I immediately walked over and I'm like, "All right, man, you can go." And he's like, "For what? Just talking to my wife?" I was like, "He just said you got to go, so you got to go." You're talking during a comedy show, yeah. So now this whole show's come to a stop, and everyone's watching me uh, tell this guy he has to go. Yeah. And at first, you see him like that look in his eye, like he had that look, like I'm about to fight this dude. And then he just looks up, like. And I think he realized, like, oh, this this probably isn't the best. Oh, never. Never. <clears throat> so we get out. Like, he, I finally, his girl gets up and starts to leave. So he gets up with her. And she leaves her glasses on the table. So I grab him and I start following him out. And he just slams the door open on his way out, like the showroom door.
0: Oh, being a giant pussy.
1: Yeah. And uh, he gets out in the hallway. And I'm like, hey, wait, 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 wait. And I went to give her her glasses. And she's just, like, half covering her face, like, embarrassed. And he's, I was like, well, you still got to pay your bill. And luckily, Jake was on the spot and came out. Jake Bunch fucking rules, Love that kid. Yeah, he's... But, uh, yeah, he came out and just, I mean, like I said, right on time so I didn't have to leave the guy alone or anything. Uh, Guy ends up paying his bill, but the whole time Dave Waite's still talking shit on stage. (laughs) You know, like any comic would. And should. Yeah, yeah. So the guy's sitting out there and he's like... Man, he keeps talking shit. He's, he's going he's gonna to find me after the show. He's going to get his fucking shit be in. Shit blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just that. And I just looked at him. I was like, no, he's not. No. You're fine. You can just go home. Yeah. Go home. Cry to Ugh. your wife. You can go to home
0: and talk to your wife
1: and yeah. not get yelled at. The thing you wanted to do so bad that you couldn't
0: fucking wait till after the show? Just do it now. <laughs> <sighs> go but, talk shit about Dave Waite. Like, go talk shit about Dave Waite at home. He's never going to see you again. You're never going to see him again.
1: But, uh, yeah, he, he as soon as he went out the door, he, like, turned around like he was about to come back in, and I'm just staying there nodding, no, like... And Mikey's out there, like, ready to film. <laughs>
0: <And> I <laughs> Mikey. I feel like you <laughs> love conversation. I feel like Mikey, like, kind of likes it as well. Well, I mean, he does... <sighs> he does to a degree. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the same thing, but, but... Like, he likes it so he can post about it on Facebook.
1: Well, I mean, I, 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 I think... He's probably some similar parts, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's, like, as fucked up as I am physically now, like, I should not be fighting anybody. Yeah. But that little moment of, like, am I going to get to fuck this dude up? Yeah, dude. Like, I know that sounds bad, but it just, that's how I am. I'm not trying to be like, oh, look how tough I am. It's just, like I said, if it's justified, I'm like oh, do we get to do that thing now? And oh, there, yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, it still works, just being giant and unafraid <laughs> of that.
0: Like, I am, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pudgy boy now. I miss being hot. But I also, um, I'm also not the tallest. I'm not the most, like, like, what's the word? Like, I'm not the intimidating. most. intimidating? Yes, that's a word for it. I'm not, like. F- imposing? An, com, imposing? Yeah. I'm not, that's the word I was looking for. I'm not an imposing dude. I'm just. A guy. I'm just a comic who like will occasionally help out of the club and like. Uh, Mikey got really pissed at me one night because like some I told a dude to walk to his table, and like through like the 40s and the 50s section, which is like there's like a ledge like in between. Yeah. And the guy like tripped and fell and like hit his head on a chair, and the crowd laughed and like I kind of laughed along with the crowd, and then um I'm, I'm can can we talk about this like he's fine the guy's fine yeah and then um. Mikey just like pulled me aside. He's like, "You fucking um, like we're laughing at a dude who just fell." I was like, "I was like, I felt like such a shithead."
1: Yeah, uh, it's 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 such a weird thing to be like. You don't like I don't know when to step in. Like I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean, like no one like taught me like okay when it gets to this point, step in and say something. You know, I'm just there and I'll help out with whatever when. Yeah. When it comes up, I just like the place. You know, I'm there. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, like I said. Mikey came out, like, wanting to film it, and I think he was, I think he realized, like, because Mikey's always a little standoffish with everybody. Yeah. But I think he saw, like, that thing where it's a, it's not, you don't have to be big to be intimidating. No. It just
0: helps. It's, like, about your demeanor. But, yeah, if you're just
1: staring at somebody who's, like, you can see they're getting anxious and angry, and you're sitting there just dead, cool, fine. Like, didn't raise my voice once, didn't you
0: know threaten or, or uh it takes a bad motherfucker to be intimidating without raising their voice yeah I, I i realized
1: like like i said when that dude looked at me like i'm about to fight this dude and he just looked at me and i'm standing there just like that calm dead gaze like
0: like yeah bitch you're going <sighs> like you're leaving one way or another like yeah like you're not you're not you've literally made yourself unwelcome at the show you're like when you do offstage, like when I do, uh, uh, like the offstage announcements, it's like don't heckle the comedians, or you will be asked to leave. Yeah. he heckled the comic; he will be asked to leave. He they make a, that very clear yeah, in the offstage. He, he heckled
1: a couple of them, and he was like, "Well, I was just talking to my wife. I'm like, this isn't the time or place for that. Like, it, 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 whatever." It, it was just one of those things where it was kind of fun in the wrong, yeah. way. like if, you know what I mean, in the wrong way of like. I don't act like that anymore. I don't go getting in fights all the time and shit like I did when I was a lot younger. Yeah. So like just having that like moment of like, oh yeah, I remember this. This was this was the thing I like. <laughs> Which again, I'm sure there's some bad psychology there. That yeah, that that's probably not the healthiest thing. But yeah, it just is,
0: dude, hundred percent. But it was we, fun. It was fun. You know what else was uh, fun for a first half, rough for most of a second half.
1: Uh, the Bengals Patriots game,
0: dude. What the fuck happened last week? Okay, so we have a lot to talk about because uh, first of all, the Bengals won. Yay! Twenty-two eighteen. Um,
1: first time that was a score, right?
0: What's that? <clears throat> it's first time that was a sc- game. Yeah, it was a scoregami. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you don't know what scoregami is, it's a unique final score that has never happened. And thank you for reminding me, by the way. Uh, it's a unique final score that has never happened in NFL history. It's like the 1,075th or something like that. I could be dead <coughs> on with that. But it was also due in part to um, the kickers getting the yips on the extra points. I don't think it was the yips. Like, the wind it was, was... Yeah, it was also, like, it wasn't the kickers. It was, like, the fucking wind,
1: and it was cold and shit. Well, Because, I mean, that, there's been problems in that stadium before when there's a lot of wind. It doesn't move the things on top of the flag, on top of the goalposts as much. So it doesn't visually look like it's there because it's a little bit ahead of there where it comes over that top and whips in. Yeah. It's so like even like uh, Vin and Terry used to say, like he hated kicking on that side of the field if it was.
0: If it was windy. And... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think the, there was a similar problem in Heinz Field. Oh, where yeah, it was yeah. like, there was uh, uh, no one had made a kick beyond like 50 some yards because the wind was so bad. Yeah, some of them are just built. Weirdly, and especially like right on the water edge where a lot of them are for whatever reason. Yeah, know. like the, like the bangles. and well, it's also how a lot of cities are built. Mm-hmm. It's like we're a bunch of people on a boat. and It's like let's find a city here. Let's stop here and fuck. <laughs> we'll make more of it. And we're, we're gonna build buildings, oh, big old tall ones. Yeah, and some some slightly less tall ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that game was a fucking heart attack for a while. Uh, I was sitting there like through the first
1: half. And uh me and Breezy were talking and it, it, I was like, uh, I'm almost uncomfortable they're doing this well in the first.
0: Yeah. And she
1: was like, Yeah, it never it never seems to go right. And then as everything started falling apart in the second half, I was like, See, this
0: is I fucking knew it. So like football is such a game of momentum. Like there was a point where the Bengals were up twenty two to twelve. They were up by ten in the fourth quarter. I'm like, they might lose this game. Yeah. Because the Patriots had all of the momentum. It was fucking wild, and when Mac Jones threw that prayer to, I forget who the guy who tipped it was, but he the guy tipped it to Jacoby Myers. Yeah, yeah, that was fuck. I I was watching that game, my brother and his friend, and we just all sat. We well sat, just stunned. It's like what the hell just happened?
1: Yeah, it's one of those like unlikely, like the world's just giving momentum a little bit. Like yeah, just one of those fluke things where you are like,
0: fucking come on, like. <laughs> It was fate. The, how the fuck did that work? Like, <laughs> it just did. Yeah. Like, I am i don't think Mac Jones is a very good quarterback. I don't either. But, and and you were, like, people try and hype him up because he's like a big town Bama prospect, plays for a high market team in the Patriots. And people wanted him to work. And they'll just look for those. Like, I think people are kind of catching on to, like, the fact that Mac Jones isn't all that good. Yeah. I, I, he either has to
1: grow in his ba- ability to like manage a game and make decisions or he's not going to last long.
0: He also like, there was a while where he like kind of wanted to be a big armed quarterback mm-hmm. and he like, I mean, that ball was a fucking prayer.
1: Hey, but Hey, apparently he's uh he's in good with
0: Jesus or something. Cause that shit worked that so. it was insane. And it was 22, 12. They made it 22 to 18, but it's like, so the first half, lo- the first half was 22 to nothing. Yeah. And I was like, I weirdly didn't feel secure. Like, my mind felt secure with that. My heart did not. Yeah, yeah. I was the same way. We, like I said, me and Breezer are like,
1: uh, Like, by the end of the half, we're like, uh fuck. The second half's going to be...
0: It's going to be a weird one. Because...
1: Uh, and it fucking was.
0: Because it's fucking Bill Belichick. He's, like, he's been a coach in the league for as long as I've been alive.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he... He's even said he looks at like a lot of the stuff the Bengals do. I mean, look how many players have been picked up by New England from us. Like, yep. Like you know, he said not one thing when they picked up Rex Burgerhead. He's like, yeah, this is a guy who's never been utilized correctly. We'll put him in; he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, he'll be and a fucking they were monster right. of a player. And he and he's still a great back to this day. Yeah. So I mean, well, he's been around for a little bit, but he's serviceable. Yeah, I mean, he's still on a fucking team as a... a, They aren't very good. Yeah, but I mean... He's still there. Yeah. It's one thing, like, with roasting. It's, like, one thing I decided a while ago that I would not make fun of anymore is a player who is old. Yeah, that's... If they're still able to do it, like... If you are a 35-year-old man who can, like, be in tip-top shape and hang with people who are, like... In their early to mid twenties, still fresh, and you're still being an absolute dog, dude. More power to you. I mean, look at Marvin Jones, man. He he's still good. He's looking better this year than he has for the past couple. Dude, he's very he's a very underrated servant. I I actually kind of miss him. but I mean, I I knew that like in that. Because That was around the time that like AJ had to renew his contract, so we like we had to let Sinu and Jones go and like we've we kind of cheaped out a little bit, which yeah, which was sucked you know, because they fucking I mean, at the time Dalton's contract it was like 16 million a year, but at, like seven years ago, that's a lucrative contract,
1: yeah, yeah, that was that was still you know a decent starting QB contract, so.
0: yeah, and they said they did the same thing with it with uh, AJ Green, yeah, but now I mean, like we got people are. We're kind of shooting down those posts in Hootay Nation a little bit. It's like, what's going to happen? I'm like, it is a legitimate worry. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen when you have to extend Burrow, Chase, T, Logan Wilson? Like, who are you going to get rid of?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think we keep Bates as much as I'd like to, but.
0: he's an, He's an awesome player. <clears throat> we can't afford him. Yeah. And I'm not mad if he goes. We will clearly miss him. Yeah, but well, I mean, we are yeah. going to get a good compensation pick for him. And we're going to have to have like maybe Dax Hill or Cam Taylor Britt. I ah, fucking bit my tongue. Uh, we're going to have to have Dax Hill, Cam Taylor Britt. someone one of those guys step I mean, up. Britt's looked great. He's a fucking
1: monster. Man. Yeah, I mean, he hits like a fucking truck, man. Yeah. And he was like clutch as hell against the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. They kept, they were like, you could tell they were like, well, pick on the rookie. And then after a handful of throws, they're like, let's stop picking on the rookie. This yes, is exactly. not exactly. This is not working. Not even a little bit that one he batted down and then turned and looked at the camera like <laughs> that, that a, is big dick that is dig big energy yeah it was a lot of fun to watch like he just smacks it down and you just see him like that big fucking genuine smile as he looked over the camera <laughs> like <laughs> that
0: was his uh, like was welcome sorry. that that was his welcome to the NFL moment yeah yeah was, he was like i'm here bitch and it's against a rival team and against Donovan Peoples Jones i believe who is a pretty actually good wide receiver in my yeah, opinion yeah. but we got a game to talk about this weekend yes. Uh, first off, Joe Burrow, 40 of 52 for 375 yards Three touchdowns, one to T. Higgins And two to white boy himself, Trenton Irwin Weird thing to say there Do You right. know what, that? I tried to think of a, a cool naked And just like, white boy He is a boy who is white <laughs> <laughs> And I am white uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, James Um, But the picks were just – the pick six was rough. Yeah, that one was just – It was just a pass that just, like, ended up just going right to – it was Marcus Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy – I think he's had, like, a receiving touchdown, a punt return touchdown, and a pick six in his rookie year. And I think there was some said the only one who only player who's had all of those in his entire career was Deion Sanders. Yeah, who was a fucking freak. Who was a two sports star. I know you're not a ball with the stick guy, but there's a highlight reel of when Deion Sanders played for the Reds <coughs> and it was like his first game back, and he had like a bunt single and a home run. And it was so badass. And I know and again, I know you're not I know you're not It's so fun. He's just like Just high-stepping around the bases. It's fun as hell. Uh, Yeah, he was a big fucking personality and just,
1: uh, again, just an unbelievable athlete. Yeah.
0: I remember, I actually just remembered this. I'll nerd about baseball for five more seconds and then we'll get back to football. Is that okay? Yep. Uh, The guy he hit the home run off of, I believe, won a Cy Young. (laughs) Nice. Which is like the best pitcher in the league every year. So, and the guy got busted for roids, I believe. (laughs) Um but no, Burrow was utilized pretty much the whole game. I think it w- a lot of it was like the first. A lot of the first half, I believe, was time of possession. Yeah, oh yeah, Bengals for sure. Dominated. It's like the best way to keep momentum. Of, of, <clears throat> the best way to keep momentum is well, fucking duh, but uh, keep your offense on the field and keep their defense tired because eventually yeah. they're going to wear themselves out.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it was going great, but just like just like we've done to a bunch of teams, you make those adjustments at, at halftime and. If things start going right, it just—it's so easy for that to get switched around and and be way harder to deal with. Like you know, what I mean, like if you go in comfortable, like oh, we're gonna fucking crush this game, and the other team's coming out like, fuck that, we're not losing like this. Like yeah, just the attitude you have and the, the drive you have to keep doing shit it,
0: it, different. It's um well a, a lot of teams I feel like well the thing the Bengals struggle with. You have to figure out, and it's hard. I don't know how to figure this out. I'm not a football coach. I have no idea. You have to figure out how to adjust to the other team's adjustments. Yeah. And which, you basically got to figure that out on the fly. Yeah,
1: which, I mean, it, it, luckily it, it's been a thing that the team's done well. So it just also is a thing that, you know, a coach who's been around forever at the highest level,
0: he's also going to be good at that. So. Yeah. And fucking Ant- shout out to Lou Anarumo, who might be <clears throat> a head coach next year. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I- I'd be surprised if he's not.
0: Yeah. Like there's like the Eric B enemy talks every year, but I was talking to some of my buddies about it. And apparently he like sucks in interviews and he has like a checkered past. So the people the teams are just like, yeah, let's not do this guy. Yeah. I can see that. Um, some rushing stats, Joe Mixon, six, 16 rushes, 65 yards, seven receptions, 43 yards. That game existed. Yep, He was fine. Uh, the receivers were a lot better. Shout out to my boy T Higgins who had eight receptions, 128 yards, and a touchdown. Dude was great. Yeah, he looked awesome. Uh, Jamar Chase, he had a meager game, eight receptions, 79 yards. It's a, it's crazy that that's a meager game for him. Yeah, yeah.
1: For most receivers, that's a, that's a pretty solid game.
0: It's like, if that was, say, Isaiah McKenzie.
1: Yeah, that's a good game.
0: That's a great game, and I'm going to get a game ball. Yeah, so um, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, and uh, you know who else is a good problem to have? Trenton Goddamn Irwin. Yeah, like dude, the kids. clutch as So hell. much fun. So much fun too. He's he's like like I said he's like a, he is a <clears throat> tolerable Cole Beasley. Yeah, I like it. Three receptions, forty five yards, and two touchdowns. Dude had some fantastic catches. Yeah, he, he
1: looked. He looks like he he like, like they said he they, they basically he forced himself onto the team more or less like the way yeah. they said it, just by. Uh, you know, showing up early, staying late, putting in every fucking rep he can, working his Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they're like
0: It's like making himself yawn. It's Friday. Uh I've been yeah. off all week. Um The North Side Sirens. Nice. There we go. Uh it's making yourself he's made himself an unsung hero. Yeah, yeah. A- and he is now a sung hero. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. It's super fun to watch. The dude's and he's like, he has such a likable demeanor to him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like hugging the game ball and shit. It's fucking yeah, awesome. Big fucking goofy smile, like child he actor. He's happy when he does anything.
1: <clears throat> right. I mean, usually, you know, from a child actor to a fucking football player, it's it's a weird. Yeah, trajectory. just like Mac Jones
0: was. Just a
1: weird storyline altogether, but still, uh, just a lot of fun to watch a guy like that succeed.
0: It really is, man, and also Mitchell Wilcox. Shout out to him. Six receptions for thirty-five yards. I hope they keep using him as well as Hurst. And... I think like Wilcox has definitely shown like w- like they can use him in two tight end sets and just like have like if they have like five receiver five or like three receiver two tight end sets. Like M- Mitch Wilcox has shown, like if if Trenton Irwin needs a break, you can have a tight end on the field, and if Wilcox needs a break, you can put Irwin on the field. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, have... also
1: Wilcox is. Even said he could do fullback shit. If
0: dude, I love that.
1: Yeah, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hewitt,
0: Ryan Hewitt. Yeah, yeah,
1: I met him. Ryan Hewitt was cool as shit. That dude, just that that you know hybrid tight end fullback role
0: he did for a while and was fucking great at it. He's like the X Factor. I'm not because like I there's something about Taysom Hill that bothers the shit out of me. Uh, I think it's just because
1: he seems unhappy.
0: Really. To me, like he, like he's, he wants to be the full time quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But he's like he's, he's like that fucking uh, Taysom Hill is like that fucking intern, That desperate. like I'll do anything. I'll run the yeah. ball.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll he, run it.
0: I'll catch it. I'll throw it. I'll do anything.
1: But when you do it well, I mean, again, you kind of force yourself into a, a, a useful role.
0: That's insane.
1: And he's fun. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a he seems like a, a good dude. He just seems like you know he, he wants more than he has I, yeah I don't, know, I don't mean maybe unhappy is the wrong way to describe it but
0: yeah he's happy to be there for sure <clears throat>
1: yeah he just i think he just wants more
0: but there is one play we haven't talked about yet you want to talk about it uh yeah i guess what do you mean yeah you guess i guess it saved the game for us uh I'm being n- silly nah man so it was near the end of the game 22 i'm just like I am nervously watching. I'm like, we need something.
1: Pats are just marching down the field, too. And
0: they've been marching down the field all second half, and especially all fourth quarter. Yeah. And I'm just like, the Bengals look like, they looked tired, and the Pats were like, this is going to be like, shout out to the Bengals for for making sure that Mac Jones didn't leave that game a hero.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it seemed like the team was, like, defeated. Like, more of a... uh,
0: They just needed something. Yeah, their morale was just fucking broken. And so they were on, like, the seven or so yard line, and Ramondre Stevenson gets... He's been a hero for me the last couple weeks, but... (sighs) Because he sucked, and it's been fucking awesome. Uh, But he was running, and then the Bengals are just, like, trying anything. And luckily, one of those things they tried worked yeah shout out to my dude von bell fucking clutch bro dude von bell stripped it dj reader recovered it dj reader like we've said it we've talked him up a ton he might be the best defensive player on the team
1: yeah him and bj hill are just unbelievably clutch when they need to be
0: yep and it's been fucking awesome to watch dude reader's been a monster and when that happened so funny story, when that happened, Like I'm just like, I can't believe that just happened. And Bengals, the Bengals are like, oh, my God, we got the ball. We got the ball. And I was celebrating with my brother and his friend. We all started jumping up and down in a circle. And my family dog, Guinness, who's like a diva but also the best, my dog, he started jumping up and down too. Nice. He's like, ah, ah. I want to do people stuff. Dude, I literally, like, I was jumping up and down, and I lost feeling in my legs for a second and just fell down. Nice. It was just, w- there was just so much adrenaline. I was like, "Thank God, it was it was such an adrenaline rush." And I, I also, and I knew like people were like, "Bengals won the game." I'm like, "No, they didn't." Like, because the Patriots had all three timeouts. Yeah. This shit ain't over until the fat lady sings. And luckily, I think Drew Chrisman has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. He uh, he made that punt down the field and basically just pinned. Like, Mac Jones, I mean, they were great in the fourth quarter, but Mac Jones isn't getting 75 yards in 43 seconds or so, or no, however however no. long it was. So, shout out to them. Uh, there <coughs> is one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. Before we get to the preview. I am a firm believer, sometimes, that football fans are fucking idiots. Yep. You know where I'm going with this? Whitworth. Stay retired.
1: It's fine, dude. You've got a cozy little job doing your fucking Thursday
0: night football stuff.
1: Just, you're good.
0: Dude, so, th- this is like kind of borderline pissed me off. It really has. No, I, I get it. it it's Because Cincinnati, the, one of my least favorite things about Cincinnati is how much it loves Cincinnati. Yeah. And Whitworth was a great player for a long time. He like in his last year, he won Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year and a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. That's after how you go out. That's... after a 16-year career, there is no better way to leave the league than that. Yeah, uh, he already got his he got his he
1: got his send-off. He got it, it did it right. It's... He
0: did the perfect thing and he more power to him. And a lot of, since he is retired a lot of – like since Leo Collins is out for the year, that is a, a point of discussion. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. But now that Leo Collins is out, Bengals fans are like, we don't trust Isaiah Prince. We don't trust Hakeem Denji. So, um, yeah, they're like, oh, let's get Whitworth back and have him play on the
1: other side than he's used to when he's not in football shape.
0: And- he So, Whitworth, you're right, because Whitworth was a left tackle his entire yeah, career. Yeah. Basically, him is a 40-year-old man switching to right tackle that's like learning a whole new set of moves
1: yeah yeah, it's, it's silly it's, it's I mean you could move I guess you can move the ta- switch the tackles and let him play left if he, but but, why?
0: Then, but why? then Jonah would have to move to right tackle which,
1: which he said he can do so
0: yeah but I don't trust him well yeah I'm, I'll trust I'm, him as a right tackle I mean that's just Jonah Williams saying Jonah Williams isn't going to say like no I like my left tackle position.
1: <clears throat> no, I mean, the way he was saying it was that, you know, he's like, I'm familiar with it. I could do it. Like,
0: yeah, but why? Why Why would we do this? Like, You're ba- it's like everything you do as a, as a left tackle, like, you know to push off with your left foot. Now you got to relearn all those moves on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, it, I know, it
1: just seems like a silly.
0: It's fan bullshit. Yeah, it's, uh, we
1: know that name.
0: <sighs> I love doing that. Sign a guy because I know his name. <clears throat> yeah, it's. It's so dumb. Like, but no, I am 100% against Andrew Whitworth coming back. I don't think they will sign him. And Zach Taylor even laughed it off. Well, he's also still technically under contract with the Rams. I know. And uh, uh, if you're listening and you want with Whitworth, I'm sorry. I know you love him. I know you love like people like, come home, big wit. I'm like, just... I hate to be... All fucking Hallmark movie on you guys. <laughs> if you love someone, set them free. Well, I mean, also, it's it's like when you make a shitty sequel to a good movie. Yeah.
1: Like, he's going to come back not being in football shape. Having <clears> to learn try, a whole new position. And try to get it together in just a couple of weeks. Like, if he fails, if he fucks up, it, you just ruined uh, the legacy of what he's already got. Like, yeah. It just seems like a dumb thing for both sides.
0: It's like if... Say, um, say BJ Hill goes down. Yeah. Let's get Geno Atkins. He was a great Bengal. A big misconception about that, especially like with a guy's name that you recognize. There was a period where Bengals, uh, I, I think when Reader went down, people were like, Indominus Sue is a free agent. Yeah. He's not the Indominus Sioux of old. Not for sure not. He is a much older, he's slower, he's a free agent for a reason. Yeah,
1: it seems like that would be just self-explanatory. Like, if no team has him. Yeah. Because he's probably not good enough to be on any team anymore.
0: Or he's going to want more money <clears throat> than he's worth. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that Cam Newton's unemployed. True. Because, like, Cam Newton is going to want to be a starter. He's not a starter anymore. Yeah, and people are like, oh, sign him as a backup.
1: Why? You're going to have to pay That's him pointless.
0: so much like, there was one dude who was like, let's sign Camden. Let's sign Vontaze Perfect. Don't take anything. I'm like, you? There's... A, there. Are, I hate to rant about Facebook all the time. There is a reason that some people's opinions are limited to Facebook. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah.
1: Fans There's some of them just... I don't understand how, how that works in
0: their head. How's that? Because they see their love for Cincinnati. Like... This guy loves Cincinnati and he's, he, Andrew Whitworth was a great player, unbelievable human being. Yeah, yeah. And we appreciate everything he did, but just let him retire. That's good. We're done. And like, Whitworth is like fucking with people in a way. He's <clears throat> like, big decision to make. Where do I eat in Nashville? Yeah. He also said that never say never. Like, just don't. Just shut the fuck up, dude. Just let it be, bro. <sighs> like, I mean, do you think, like, it's a fucking fan rumor that some reporters like, well, I got to get the legit scoop on. And they're just like, sometimes fans, when they want things to happen, they'll just put on those tinfoil hats. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be like, what, what are we going to do? We yeah. got to do something.
1: And just exacerbate, make a problem bigger than it needs to be in their own head. Like Isaiah Princeton and Dennis here are there for a
0: reason. Yeah. And they are accustomed to the right tackle position. Like, think about the Super Bowl last year. The Bengals almost won that Super Bowl with AdenaG and three absolute piles of shit in the middle. More or less.
1: Yeah, I mean, piles of shit just in like, still in the, the top. By comparison. Yeah, it, it stopped, it's still in the top handful of people that can do that in the
0: whole world. So. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Jackson Carmen is a pile of shit. But, <sighs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that guy sucks. Fucks Jackson Carmen. I want him off the team. That was, I could kind of channel my C- inner, inner Cody Hucker for that. One. <laughs> Jackson Carmen is an absolute piece of shit, and I want him off the team. Yeah. But that being said, we have a big fucking Monday night matchup. Dude, this is, uh, it's, there's a reason these tickets are going for astronomical prices. Yes, it's ridiculous. And I couldn't sell my ticket. (laughs) I tried to, but I think I'm like, I'm actually like really looking forward to going to this game because, of course, I am. Yeah. It's a Monday night game. Let's fucking day drink and night watch the game, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Fuck yeah! And I'm, uh, I'm not just on my Ravens ticket into today because I'm headlining at Wiley's that night. Nice. Um, but it'll be fun. my fun. It'll be fun, man. It's literally Burrow versus Allen, which is like, it's like I get that. Um, Allen and Mahomes is like the new Manny versus Brady, and Burrow is just in the hotel cock chair, just like, well, I exist too. Uh, well, for now. For now, it's like it's gonna be like, it's gonna be those three. Like it's like. In that era, Manning and Brady Uh, were the two best.
1: Yeah, but there are still people like Breeze that.
0: Well, Breeze was in a different conference, so Uh, Breeze was in a
1: league all of his own. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's still guys out there like that that could have easily been in that discussion, being circumstances were slightly different.
0: Yeah. No, that was. I mean, that was such a fun rivalry, and Uh Mahomes and Allen are like people are blown away by them, like physically. Yeah. It's like the most. The kind of quarterback that you can't defend the most is a physical specimen. That's the one that most people can't figure out. And Adam Holmes have the two strongest arms in the league. Yeah. And they're the two most physically gifted quarterbacks in the league. They have – like with uh, – let's look at like with Tyreek Hill. First of all, he's traded to the Dolphins. And my buddy Robert, um, he's the Chiefs and I was talking to him about this. The Chiefs have not lost a step.
1: No. Not even
0: Without Tyreek Hill, they got a shit ton of draft picks. They got a bunch of wide receivers, and Mahomes still leads the NFL in passing yards. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, guys, yeah, clearly the guy's just good. Yeah. And Allen is like, granted, when Stephon Diggs arrived, he just became next level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, we have a, it's going to be a huge matchup. I think the, the, how the Bengals win this game is if they contain Stephon Diggs. That or, uh,
1: yeah, exploit the hurt secondary of,
0: Yes, and it's huge that Vaughn Miller's out. And uh, what, Poyer, what is his name? I think so. Yeah, he's one of the better corners in the fucking league, so. And now you got. Or
1: safety, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right, I think it's a safety. Like Tredavious <laughs> White, I think, is our number one corner, and he was out for a little bit. But yeah. but dude, it's going to be so much fun, and it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think the fucking uh, under is
1: like 49.5. That's what
0: that, I think that's about what I heard. It is going to be the first game you can legally bet on in the state of Ohio. Fuck yeah! Um, I might go to the sports book, might get some a uh, little, little bit of change, make some parlays. <laughs> Hell yes, brother, do it! But so a couple of things before we talk about um, what we don't like about the Bills. Uh, so the playoff scenarios: the Bengals have clinched a playoff spot. That's totally fine. To clinch the division, the Bengals need to win or tie, or tie. If they tie, the Ravens need to lose. Okay. If they win, Ravens need to lose or tie. Okay, yeah. Which, I feel weird saying that like a tie is going to happen, because it's it, especially in a playoff scenario, because ties are so rare. Yeah. So I'm going to say, with this, the Bengals need to win, Ravens need to lose, and if that happens, the Bengals clinch the division. If... But if... Even one of those things doesn't happen, it will come down to Week 18. Yeah, Bengals versus Ravens, Week 18, which that is such a winnable game.
1: Oh, I yeah, I, I can couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, and it's like the <sighs> Bengals, the Bengals barely beat Baltimore, but that was or lost to Baltimore, the, but that was in Baltimore. The Ravens are kind of a shell of who they were.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're the, the team that they've been.
0: No, not even close. Like, the Ravens, what pisses me off about them is they win such chicken shit games. <laughs> Every game is like 13 to 10. Yeah!
1: Yeah, like, all right, well, that was one of the most boring things I've ever watched, but cool. John
0: Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> How have I not said that in five years? Well, you said it now, and that's the important part. <laughs> On the Bills week. Uh, but that's what needs to happen. The Bengals win, Ravens lose. Or a tie. I'll give that the time of day. But if they want the if the Bengals want the number 1 save, they want home field advantage. They need to win out and Kansas City needs to lose at least one game. Yeah. I think they got like Denver this week. <sighs> I'm not sure. Who is yeah. who the fuck is Kansas? <clears throat> city
1: it doesn't matter. They both seem very winnable games for them, so.
0: Yeah. Right, let's look this up here. I don't know why I googled Kansas City Chiefs. I could have just googled Chiefs schedule. <sighs> they have the Broncos. They're at home against the Broncos this week, and they're on the road against the Raiders. <sighs> those are those are two games that Chiefs can win like a hundred to twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So especially since the Raiders don't have Derek Carr anymore for the year. That's true. It's not his fault. It's Josh McDaniels. He fucking sucks. <laughs> Yeah. So, so the Bengals want the number one seed. They need to win out, and Kansas City needs to lose at least once. Well, here's hoping. Yep. But Lloyd, Alex, why are you grabbing your notebook? Because I'm ready to roast these motherfuckers. Let's fucking go. Also, shout out to our uh, Daddy Pod Network Sports Drink. You can find them on Instagram at Sports Drink Without the Vowels. Just try not to let the funk out. Oh man, there's one burn I, f- I really liked, but I forgot to write down. So let's see if I can do it by memory because I thought of it on the way here and it made me laugh very hard. So let's see what it is. All right, Lloyd, Alex, you fucking ready? Let's do this. Let's fucking go. Let's start with the mascot, Billy Buffalo. <clears throat> he looks like what Blue's Clues nightmares are made of. <laughs> Billy Buffalo looks like an angry bull who is also somehow the safest Bills fan to touch. (laughs) He is a very weird mascot. Yeah. The owner, Terry Pegula.
1: He looks like his entire body is made up solely out of scrotum skin.
0: (laughs) He looks like John Badman. (laughs) Uh, Terry Pegula's first name is Terrence, which is ironic since he looks like his biggest fear is people named Terrence. (laughs) I forgot to put on the slideshow his wife, Kim Pegula. Uh, Did you see Kim Pegula? Uh, She looks like her life's dream is to marry an insufferable senator. Take a sip. Yeah. I love those when Lloyd takes a sip and forgets to laugh. Or or not forgets to laugh, forgets to swallow before daddy hits him with a good joke. (sighs) Yep, it's fun. All right. And the GM, Brandon Bain.
1: He looks like he pays players to fuck his wife and piss on him. <laughs> just
0: that simple. Uh, that picture looks like if he played for the Bills, his number would be 007. <laughs> Every cause like I was going through pictures of Brandon, Mean, like this guy looks like he wants to be James Bond. Yeah, he uh, I don't know, he he's an uncomfortable seeming guy. Yeah, he know, just seems know. like uptight. He wears like a clothes like a size too small. Granted, I do that sometimes, but that's beside the point. <laughs> coaching. All right, get your Bill Burr joke out of the way. He looks like Bill Durr. <laughs> Sean McDermott looks like he fires himself up before games by watching a Philadelphia crowd boo Dom Herrera. <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, I like that one a lot.
1: Quarterback. Josh Allen. Uh, he looks like the type of dude that would snitch on himself just earn brownie points. <laughs> like he seems like he got into football because he watched Airbud
0: one too many times. <laughs> Golden receiver. Uh Josh Allen looks like if Matthew Stafford was somehow even worse at acting. <laughs> I'm not a billboard.
1: Uh, cool, man.
0: Uh Josh Allen's old tweets, have you seen those? Oh my god. They like these tweets from high school. They're a riot. Uh they include multiple uses of the N-word. If it ain't white, it ain't right. And go see Alex Schubert do stand up comedy in Helltown on February twenty fifth. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a really oddly specific joke. It's like what year, Josh? 2023. Uh oh, there was one more. Uh a uh a pro wrestler, a pro wrestler wiped his ass with a Josh Allen jersey and said that Bill's fans, did you see this? Yes, were poor. Fat poor people something poor lard asses yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's right but the average bills fan has been known to break tables every time they set one of their meals on top of it nice yeah and also, the-
1: remember did you see the article about him just with the ds nuts jokes yeah so talk about that uh apparently the, every like everyone in the building has to be aware of any time he asks a question that there's a good chance the answer. He's gonna be just like, D's nuts. Which was funny for a few weeks twelve years ago.
0: Go away.
1: It's just, it's so corny and fucking like done. Yeah. But for that to be like his thing, it's like, dude, come.
0: Ugh. It's all right. But we are gonna about to rub D's yeah. nuts all over Josh Allen this weekend and it's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> Case Keenum. He looks like the good
1: twin to Aaron Rodgers evil twin. <laughs> Which still means he probably is a
0: puppy stomping dick bag. <laughs> uh, case Keenum partners with the Fill the Stadium initiative, which provides food for at-risk children, which in this case is a child whose parents are Bill's fans. <laughs> uh, it seems like the one thing they have is food. Yes, yeah, very true.
1: Running back. Devin Singletary. I think he might have the roundest head I've ever seen.
0: Yeah!
1: Also, if you look at a bunch of different pictures of him, it looks like fully closing
0: his mouth might actually cause him pain. Because <laughs> it's so rare. Uh, Devin Singletary is nicknamed Motor for his uncanny ability to fit under the hood of a car. He's tiny. He's nicknamed Motor because, uh, oh, shit. What do you got?
1: I uh, just spaced on the fucking name of the guy who runs the Motor, motor Mouth. Uh, uh, Carl. Uh, Carl. <clears throat> his nickname is Motor because Carl likes to perform inside of him. <laughs> sorry
0: Nah, that's totally okay james cook
1: uh oh yeah james cook was a british explorer navigator cartographer and captain of the british royal navy famous for his three voyages between 16 or 1768 and 1779 in the pacific ocean and to new zealand and australia in particular i might have had the wrong james cook
0: that you know what
1: my my adhd got the better of me and I, i legit while writing the burn spent like 20 minutes just reading about captain james cook (laughs) so i was like all right that's just got to be the burn now because i've spent too much time on this
0: yeah i just said he looks like dalvin dishwasher (laughs) wide receiver stefan diggs uh, he recently had
1: a chain made of a dog bone with over fifty carats of diamonds. Yep. To represent that he has that dog in him to win a Super Bowl. Go to hell. When Josh Allen saw it, it took teammates days to convince him that Airbud, the golden receiver, was actually not actually joining the team. <laughs> uh
0: Stefan Diggs wore Betty White cleats last uh, last year to honor her. Betty White is, of course, known as a longtime actress who is also a better defensive back than his brother Trayvon. <laughs> But
1: also baller movement. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs had to step up and be a father figure to his brother and current Dallas Cowboy Trayvon Diggs after his father's death. While he succeeded in raising him, he was not able to, to teach Trayvon how to be a cornerback. <laughs> Little
1: known fact, his father was killed by Betty White.
0: <laughs> Betty White's a savage. Yeah, I mean...
1: <laughs> Northside Sirens. I like it. Gabe Davis. It's weird to see the lead singer counting crows with that big beard. <laughs> Um, Isaiah McKenzie (coughs) Isaiah McKenzie was a DreamWorks character Voiced by Will Ferrell in 2010 Uh, The movie also featured Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Tina Fey, and David
0: Cross
1: (laughs) That is a very weirdly shaped head And that's a Megamind reference for anyone not watching
0: Yeah Uh, I have to do this one off the top of my head Uh, So there was a play this year where Isaiah McKenzie uh, scored a touchdown and in his celebration, he screamed, It's a boy. Oh yeah, sisters uh, uh it was uh, like a gender, gender reveal. reveal. Yeah. And Bills fans, when they heard that, they and when they saw that, they were super confused by the fact that Isaiah McKenzie scored a touchdown. <laughs> got his ass. Um <coughs> We got one more guy. Yep. Tight Dawson Knox. He looks like line Cook Mayfield, <laughs> stovetop Mayfield. <laughs> uh, Dawson Knox, he stunk so bad this year. The nickname for his stat line is Dawson's Creek. There's <laughs> that Alex joke I love. Fuck it, hey. Ah, uh, that's my boy. I think we got him, Lloyd. Alex. I think we got him pretty I good. Think we got him pretty good. Let's move on to those predictions and bullshit predictions and bullshit this is going to be an insane game i can't wait i get to see bootsy collins at halftime uh i get to see david fulcher solomon wilcott's and the other guy the swat dudes i'm under 50 i don't know who those guys are yeah yeah even though david fulcher did cover for me at at work (laughs) one day when i showed up late Okay. No, it, it was like it was like uh, I accidentally. It was like a sub teaching shift where I overslept, and I walked in the room and David <laughs> Fulcher was covering for me. That's, that's weird. It was so wild. I'm like, was that David Fulcher? And the students were like, Yeah, that was. And I was like, No shit. It was awesome. Man. But uh, their Mason High School has been very good to me. But uh, this is gonna be a wild game, like we said earlier. Uh the Bengals are one and a half point underdogs.
1: Depending on the line. I've seen two where they're favored and a couple where they're more where they're the slight underdog. But it's I mean basically they're pick 'em odds. It really is.
0: I think the money line is like plus one hundred or something like yeah, that. Which is just it's a pick'em. It's, it's a push. Yeah. So I think the Bengals can pull this one off. I agree. They just have to contain Stefan Diggs. And they have to just keep the momentum. They have to, they can't. Yep, they can't fuck it up. Let anything bother them. So I'm going to say the Bengals win. Four hundred ninety seven to four hundred ninety four. Seems legit. Yep, my player of the game is going to be Evan McPherson. Nice. He is going to have. 62 field goals on 64 attempts. Let's see. 17 of 17 on extra points. Bold prediction. Evan McPherson kicks a kickoff so far. That's it. That's going to be my bold prediction. He just kicks it so far. I like it. Uh bolder prediction. Drizzle. That's a tough one. All right, Lloyd, what's your prediction?
1: Uh I'm going to say Bengals squeak this one out 123 to uh 71. Oh, 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 that is a that's a real close game. Yeah. Who's your player of the game? Uh player of the game is Trent Irwin.
0: Oh, what's the stat line?
1: Uh he's going to have 11 catches, horny for 499 yards. Love it. And four touchdowns.
0: Ooh, love it. How many fumbles? <clears throat> Zero. Oh, dude. Player of the game. It's automatic. Man, he's going to help Drew Christman kick. Dude, I love it. Um, That's actually my ball prediction. Evan McPherson's kick goes so far that he kicks, that his leg flies off, goes through the uprights, And per NFL policy, that is an automatic 100 points, which seals the victory and the division for the Bengals. Love it. Can't believe I didn't think of that a minute earlier. (laughs) But I digress. Uh, Real prediction, 34-31.
1: Ooh, real close to what I was thinking.
0: What are you thinking? 37-34. No shit. It's going to be such a fun game. I can't wait to go. Uh, I'm going to be sitting next to my pals, Peggy and Doug. They're awesome people. Uh, some other people that sit around me. It's gonna be a wild game. She said the one ESPN article that predicted that the Bengals would lose thirty seven to nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, Have you seen this team recently? Someone's a Bills fan. <sighs> Did Cam O'Connor write that?
1: Yeah, it had to be some.
0: That's all right. But Finalmente? Plugs. Lloyd? Uh, check out The Bastard Sermon. As always. Uh, Chris Weir
1: just had a special come out on YouTube. Dude, I watched Checked it. Out. It uh, rules. Check out Blake 182 and For the
0: Room. Um, what other specials came out recently? Uh, Madelano Martin's special <clears throat> came out. I watched that. Uh, Dwight Simmons is having oh, yeah, a special yeah. come out. My dude, Dwight. Good guy. And a guy. Great guy. Hilarious comic. Um, uh, check
1: out what you're into Tank's been uh, He's had a lot of Good guests lately
0: Dude I'm about to be on that With my buddy Alex We're gonna talk about
1: Nintendo Nice
0: um, I got some dates coming up uh, I'm trying to like Really fucking go at it My uh, 2023 um, January 5th I'll be at 31st Jokes At Motor Pub Doing some of my sillies I'm gonna be telling my uh, um Bonnie and Clyde bit Nice It's been really good uh, January 7th Uh, I'm going to be at 30 Last Jokes at the Comet. I'm probably going to bid adieu to my DJ material. Nice. Uh, January 8th, I am headlining Wiley's Sunday Comics at Wiley's Comedy Joint. Fuck yeah. Uh, February 1st, I'll be at Pivot Brewing in Lexington doing some of my sillies. I believe Paulina Combo is headlining. She's an absolute delight. Uh, February 16th, I believe, I will be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Doing a little mic set there. And February 25th, I will be at Helltown at the Comet. Nice. With headliner, Rena Calm. Nice. Yeah, she's good people. She's oh, funny yeah. as shit. Sweet girl. Oh, the best. And she's an absolute road dog. She she, she does what I want to do, essentially. She just like work the road and... Go as many places as you can. Book a lot of gigs. And that's what I'm trying to figure out this year. It's like, because I am gonna, I want to go to Wiley's. I want to get, I'm going to, because like a lot of times I'll be like, yeah, you're going to do 12 minutes in, until the check drops. So I'm going to be like, I want to do 20. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be like, I want to do 20. I want to get a tape. I want to feature. I want to get a tape that says like, hey, you can feature. Yeah. So I want to get a 20 minute tape. I'm going to try to get a five minute, another five minute tape somewhere. Because I'm, I'm okay with the one that I taped uh, when Shaofu was headlining yeah so I'm gonna get a new one and or possibly a new one I'm gonna just send it out to some people see, so like hey what'd you think and then I'm gonna try and do that at Wiley's and then just have a fucking ball and I wanna I'm crazy optimistic about 2023 yeah man I think it's gonna be great for you it's gonna be really really fucking fun I cannot fucking wait to get all this shit started with <clears throat> all that you can't beer. wait for Monday night Oh, Monday night, I'm going to be plastered out of my (coughs) fucking ass. I like it. I'm going to be fucking cheering, and my voice is going to be gone. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be still hungover in school. Nice. It's going to be wild. Just describe most of my high school. Pretty Pretty much, man. I think there's only one thing left to say. Lloyd. Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, Buffalo Bills. We like the Bengals.
1: Wow, man.
0: Fuck you. We like the Bengals.